Welcome to God's Playbook, the podcast that knocks the hard-hitting religious questions out of the park or catching the Holy Spirit right at the end zone. Train your soul and be God's MVP with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! This is God's Playbook. Let's play ball. This is a day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Friends, I'm happy to be with you as we continue God's playbook. I'm Father Rico. And today we're going to talk about why do we need the church? For some people, they think that it's just about God and me. God and me. God and me. God has my back. Perfect. Excellent. Over. Well, the question is, there must be something more than just God and me. If it was just God and me, then why did God institute the church? Why is it that one of the commandments invite me to honor the Lord's day and make it holy by going to church? We have to talk about why do we need the church? Well, the church is both an institution and a living body. For many people, when they think of the church, they think of the church as the building itself. And yet Christians are to live as Christ's body in the world. So we experience church while not just at the church building, but that the Holy Spirit faithfully guides the church to truth in each one of us. The Catechism of the Catholic Church states, By baptism, the Christian person participates in the grace of Christ, the head of his body. As an adopted son or daughter, The individual can call God Father in union with the only Son. The individual receives the life of the Spirit who breathes charity into him or her and who forms the church. Each of us, as part of the body of Christ, make up the church. The church is made in the image and likeness of God. Since God is a living community of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, We are created to be in community as well. Jesus came to draw us into community love, love of the Trinity. Jesus lived, died, and rose to bring all people into one family. At the Last Supper, he asked us to love one another as he loves us and prayed that we would be one as he and the Father are one. Since the Second Vatican Council, we have understood that the church is to be a people made one with the unity of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The church is the community of all those who have been drawn into the life of God by faith and baptism, and the continuing presence of Jesus, leading them to a united vision of God, a people acting as one through the Holy Spirit dwelling in their hearts. And so church cannot just be a building for us, friends, or a group of people at a particular mass. We hear when we come to mass, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. This original greeting given to us in the writings of St. Paul invite us to a deeper understanding of life as community. So the church is community for us. So the importance of participating in and being connected to a church 
helps us to realize our need to be one in communion with God and with other. Indeed, praying at home is something that is vital and should be done by each of us each day. And yet we are called to live as community. Every human being, no matter where they live, has a deep longing to be loved and supported by other. The church, capital C, is representative of this need to come together in a common union to give honor and praise to God and to worship God together. First Corinthians tells us there are many parts, yet one body. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. If one part is honored, all the parts share its joy. You are Christ's body and individually parts of it. So as Jesus formed the original community of believers into the sign of his presence on earth, as he tells us, where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. We experience the living presence of God as we gather as church. It's important for us to be connected by our common bond. A sports fan, as an individual, might be very passionate about their sports franchise. For me, I often call myself the president of Leafs Nation or the head of the family in Bill's Mafia or one of the passionate fans in Blue Jays Nation. And yet, if it's just me, if I was the only fan that was cheering for that team, eventually I might think that this is very lonely. Why doesn't anybody else cheer for my favorite sports franchises? I might say to myself, it's not as fun. But when I buy a ticket to watch my beloved Maple Leafs play hockey at Scotiabank Arena, when I gather at New Era Field to watch the Bills play football, or when I'm immersed at Rogers Center watching the Blue Jays play baseball, I find myself to my left and to my right gathering around a community of other fans who also have a passion for these sports franchises. And by celebrating and cheering with them, it creates this ambiance, this excitement, this level of interest that I have. It also helps me to actually want to come to know the team a little bit more, its players, the sport in general, perhaps its history. By celebrating by myself as an individual fan, indeed, my passion for the sports franchise is unique to me but it likely won't grow. It's likely going to diminish. If I develop this interest in the sports franchise as a collective, then I might be more inspired to come to know them more and to become even more passionate than I was before. So it should be in our relationship with God. As being part of the church, we inspire one another to come to know God more. We do not attack life as individuals rather as the body of Christ. And so as I look to my left and my right in the pews at Mass, I see people that are similar like me, the one that want to come and worship God, that are striving to become saints. In many cases, they're doing a much better job than I am. In some cases, perhaps I'm a role model for them. And yet, wherever we find ourselves, friends, we need to realize 
that it's about journeying together. As I look to the person beside me who might enter the pew with a joyful face, what a great opportunity for me to pray for that person and say, Lord, thank you for blessing that person with whatever they're excited about. Or when the opposite is true, and I see someone almost stumble into the pew with the weight of the world on their shoulders, what a great opportunity for me as church to say, Lord, I'm not sure what's bothering this person, but please alleviate that cross in their life. What also is great about church is I actually can ask the person why they're so joyful. Or perhaps I can meet with the person after Mass and say, what's going on? You're not yourself. That's what the church is. It's not just worship of God for an hour and then back to your regular scheduled programming. Rather, it's an opportunity to grow. It's an opportunity to come to know one another. That commonality. When you see someone else wearing your favorite sports franchise on their chest with a jersey or their hat or a backpack or shoes, does it not connect us to them? Makes us want to come to talk to them. Hey, who's your favorite player? Hey, did you watch the game last night? It's a way of commonality and connecting. So too it should be as a friend of God. I should be caring about what's going on in your life. Even when I come to Mass, it's not about worship God and leaving. If I don't talk to anyone else, then I'm not living as church. Church is meant to be a family. Here in my parish, I often speak about us as being a family. We know we don't pick our family members. We're stuck with them. Sometimes happily, sometimes we'd rather be able like in a sports franchise, to make a trade every once in a while. But the reality is, that's not how it works. We have to really think about things in a different way. This is my family member. This is my brother. This is my sister. Need to care for them. Need to help them. And I know they're also going to help me. This reliance on one another is the beauty that we experience as church. We should also come to know people not on a surface level, but deeper. The deeper we come to know one another, the more we come to appreciate that God has blessed this individual with special gifts. God has blessed me with special gifts. Friends, God has blessed you with special gifts. How can we experience that as church if I just live in my own cocoon? That's not what God expects of us. As the mystical body of Christ, we experience, in terms of the people of God, we are the bride of Christ and the temple of the Holy Spirit. God dwells in us, makes his home with us. And so we should be passionate about who we are. I love when I see people wearing crucifixes around their neck or scapulars around their neck. I love when people have images in their homes of Jesus or other sacramentals which are expressions of our faith, a statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary or Saint Joseph. These are opportunities for us to connect, to relate, to help us to live our life as church. And so it is never meant to be something that I just experience on my own. Let's hear what Saint Teresa of Avila says. Christ has no body but yours. 
no hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes with which he looks. Compassion on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands with which he blesses all the world. Yours are the hands. Yours are the feet. Yours are the eyes. You are his body. Powerful words for us to reflect upon. So as we gather as church friends, for many centuries, the challenges, human failures of the church have been a means in which we grow, we learn from our mistakes, and we move forward together. How important it is for us to be rooted as church. And so the universal church invites us to participate in the local church, small c. Each of us are invited to register and participate in a local parish community. Some people say, well, I like from going bouncing around and going from church to church. While that's true, just like a vacation. As Dorothy says in The Wizard of Oz, friends, there's no place like home. So no matter how comfortable the bed is in the hotel that we stay, don't we always feel better when we return to our home bed? Well, that's how it is with our parish as well. It's great to go out and visit, but as we come back to our home parish, that's where we see our own local family. That's where we truly open ourselves up and week after week through a participation at mass and in the local community activities as well. It helps us to love, support, and pray for one another a little bit more. So if you find yourself right now disassociated with the church, perhaps not as active in your own local parish as you might think you should be. Or perhaps I'm letting you know that you could always be more active, friends, as I could be more active. Why should we function as church? Life is about relationships. Let's further commit ourselves to God and one another to not only be the church, be proud of being part of the church, but also celebrating this relational nature of church as we come to know God and one another and ourselves much more. For God's Playbook, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us on our Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I, or GoFundMe at God's Playbook Podcast. Thanks. And God bless.